Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Bible said. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Financial Issues with Dan Celia. I'm Seth Yudinsky sitting in for Dan once again. It is Monday, March the 21st, 2022. And I'm so happy that you have joined us this morning for Financial Issues for these next couple hours. we got a busy program today, folks, and a busy week as well. Uh, times in uh, recent memory, we're able to see uh, just this newness and, and warmth and, and green come out. And just in time for the Easter celebration that's coming up as well as we remember our Lord's resurrection we are thrilled for that and believing in that truth every day that Christ is alive and that the victory is ours over sin and death. We're thankful for that. And we're thankful for all of you that you have joined us today for this special program and for what will be a special week this week, folks. And, uh, you know, the reason why it is special um, is because this week we are devoting a special amount of time to pray for Dan. Uh, we are continuing to pray and lift Dan up. As you know, Dan has been in the hospital with pneumonia these past couple weeks, it's now been over a month and stayed with us and supported the ministry. We are so grateful. We're so grateful. And I apologize once again, if I say that and you get tired of it, it's not going to change. I'm going to keep on saying that. We're thankful for each of you coming alongside us and especially thankful for your prayers for our ministry and your prayers for Dan. Keep them coming as we'll talk about a little bit later on today. We're also, folks, so thankful for our partners. We love our partners. We love India Partners. We love the work that they do in India, sharing the gospel, saving children out of the red light districts, the initiative that they're doing right now with this tailoring school that we've heard John Sparks talk so much about over the last couple of times he's been on with us. We're thankful for India Partners and for Preborn, the work that they do in saving babies and saving souls. I think the number that Dan Steiner gave us last time was over 42,000 babies were saved because of the work of Preborn in the year 2021. That's an amazing, amazing victory for the pro-life movement. But not only that, almost 9,000 mothers came to Christ. Almost 9,000. That is truly remarkable and amazing, and we're thankful so much to be able to partner with Preborn in this good work that they're doing in sharing the gospel and in saving babies' lives and in protecting these young mothers as well and showing them the love of Christ. It's amazing, great, great work. And we're thankful also for uh, the Ministry of Liberty Council, part of our America banner, this faith, freedom, and America. We believe in this country, and, and the work that Liberty Council does is just fantastic in defending the freedoms that we have. If you heard the program on Friday, you know that Matt Staver was on with Art Alley, and we got to hear just some updates on what Matt himself doing in the Supreme Court. Matt is on the front lines and his ministry is there doing all of this free of charge. We're so thankful to partner alongside with them and ask you to join in that fight as well by supporting the Ministry of Liberty Council. And we love Christian Community Credit Union. We love Samaritan Ministries and we love Twyla's ministry at Citizens Council for Health Freedom. We love all of them. We're so thankful for each of them coming alongside the ministry. 
that is God glorifying and that we hope can bless you mightily. So we're thankful for all of you and ask you to not only consider partnering with us, but with all of these other ministries that I mentioned as well. These good, good, faithful, God glorifying ministries that are helping us do the work that we believe God has called us to do. So keep that work coming, folks. We're thankful for that. Let's switch for just a minute here, folks, to this Pray and Fast initiative that we have going on for Dan. We are praying for Dan, but this week, we really want to step it up a notch. We really, really do. This was an idea that was actually born out of one of our board members, who is also a pastor and a dear, dear friend of Dan's. And what we're doing, folks, is we are devoting three days this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, to praying and fasting for Dan and focusing specifically on doing that. Now, just so you all know, for our biblical encouragement this week, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about this idea of praying and fasting. So I don't want to steal too much of my content from later. May not, I understand that totally. But we're going to talk more about these things later on this week. I did just want to mention to you folks, with this idea of fasting, fasting traditionally was, was done by giving up food for a certain time. And I'll just let you all know that is how I plan to participate in this, by giving up one meal a day. But I do not want you to become legalistic with this. Fasting can be done by giving up food, absolutely. But it can also be done by giving up social media. It can also be done by giving up anything that you maybe rely on so that you can transition your mind from relying on that thing to relying on God. That is what fasting is all about. That is what we're going to be partaking in this week. And if you're one of our listeners and you're like, yes, I want to fast, but I just cannot fast from food. Maybe you're an older person. Maybe you're pregnant as my wife is, and you just can't physically fast from food. That is okay. That is absolutely okay. You can fast from something else. The purpose of fasting, and again, we're going to talk more about this tomorrow in our biblical encouragement, but the purpose of fasting is for us to focus our hearts on the fact that we need God. We need meant for us to come to the realization, maybe once again or maybe for the first time, that we need God to come through. And specifically, we're praying that God would come through for our dear brother, Dan Celia, who we all love. That is what we're going to be doing this week, folks. So on Wednesday, we're going to be praying specifically for Dan's body. We're going to be praying that Dan's body would accept the medications that he receives and not reject them, but that the Lord would miraculously do a work in his body to turn it around and to heal him physically. And on Thursday, we're going to... So on Thursday, we're going to pray specifically for the hospital staff. And then on Friday, we're going to lift up Yvonne, and we're going to lift up Anne and Jean, Dan's daughters, as well as their families, as they are walking through this trial. And other than, they, than Dan, they are the ones who are impacted the most by this. And we are praying for strength for them. We're praying for the Lord's peace to surround them. We're going to talk about that later in our biblical encouragement today, how the Lord gives us peace when we pray to him. We're going to pray that they are surrounded by the peace that passes understanding during this time. That Yvonne would be a faithful advocate for Dan, as she has already done, that she would continue to do that. That Anne and Jean would be faithful daughters who love their father and will come alongside their mother and help them out. That Kay, uh, Jean's husband, and Matt, Anne's husband, and their families, their children, would pray for their grandfather and be strengthened to be filled with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. Wednesday, we're praying for Dan's body. Thursday, we're praying for family. It is a great, wonderful initiative that we're thankful 
for this board member who has come alongside us to start this. And folks, we ask you to join us, to join the Financial Issues family, the team here at FISM TV in praying for Dan those three days, that you would fast in whatever way you're able to, and that you would spend that day intentionally praying on behalf of our brother Dan. We're going to talk more about this, folks, later today, as well as the rest of the week, what praying and fasting looks like. Hopefully, it can be an encouragement to all of you as you join in that initiative. But Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six ten three six three eleven ten, folks. That's the number to call in if you want to give an encouragement for Dan or if you want to talk about what's going on in the world. You're welcome to call in right now. Our phone lines are open and they will be for the next half an hour. Right now, though, I've got Dan Steiner on with me today, president and founder of Preborn. We're so thankful for Dan, for his ministry, and for the work that he and his team is doing in the ever-changing and I would also say the ever-intensifying battle in the fight for life. So we just heard Dan talk about some of the different tactics that preborn and other pro-abortion uh, pro-abortion industries are doing to try to uh, increase this darkness is really what it is. So Dan, again, thank you so much for being on, brother. If you wouldn't mind, just tell our listeners some of what preborn's response has been to this changing landscape. What are some things that you guys have been have been doing as the battle has moved towards more of a virtual battle? Yeah. So we still have clinics and. Uh, the highest abortion places throughout the United States that are providing compassionate, loving care to these women and showing them their baby on ultrasound. Um, but we've got to have an intermediary step that we're uh, constructing, which is a virtual uh, outreach to these women. Um, what that amounts to is that preborn is 
structuring a telehealth clinic, a mm-hmm. virtual telehealth clinic throughout the United, the United States and these big cities to reach these digital natives um, that are being now uh, pursued by the abortion industry online and serviced online. They're not only now reaching them online, but they're, they can't go into the abortion clinics, for instance, in Texas, and that, that may expand throughout many uh, conservative red states if, and I believe when, Roe versus Wade uh, national falls, then it'll turn, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, and we'll probably hear that, Seth, in, in late June, the mm. decision of the Supreme Court, which is probably, yeah. as I'm understanding it, being haggled behind their uh, closed doors. Mm. But uh, many feel like it'll probably be turned back to the states. And so each state will get to decide what they want to do with abortion on demand. And many of them will uh, enact onerous laws against mechanical abortion. And so in anticipation of that, they've uh, removed the boundary of state boundary lines and state restrictions through virtual online uh, medical appointments for these young women, and so preborn has to structure. Preborn has to structure uh, a telehealth operation, virtual mm-hmm. medical clinics, to compete with Planned Parenthood. The way that works is that we use our already robust marketing and Project Arrow, which is our our marketing campaign to to get the woman's attention. Right now, we get her attention. We get her to come into one of our clinics and have her show her an ultrasound. What we need to do, if she's not going to go into a clinic initially, is counsel her online with a nurse and then get her into the clinic. And so uh, as we look to the future, uh, we will be rolling out a wide-scale initiative to save lives uh, through a virtual telehealth operation. Mm. And if uh, you're someone listening today and you've got you know, maybe a business or resources that you can help us put this together. Um, this is going to take literally an army of nurses to be able to reach these women because that's what the abortion industry is doing. And it's a very dangerous thing, Seth. They're actually diagnosing women physically online, which you can't do that because yeah. it's a physical exam. Right. A baby could be. A woman can show that she's pregnant and have, for instance, an ectoptic pregnancy. That's mm-hmm. a, a pregnancy. It's a pregnancy, but it's it's conceived baby, but it's, it never made it to the uterus. It's in the it's in the fallopian tube of the woman, mm-hmm. and that will kill her yeah. if it's not mm-hmm. properly diagnosed with an ultrasound. And so it's just very um, very dangerous uh, move that the abortion industry is making mm-hmm. against women so that they can further their profits uh, and not lose the abortion by uh, reaching them virtually and through the abortion pill that they're shipping. And that's being shipped actually uh, from places overseas. There's a Dutch doctor that's one of the primary um, you know, act, uh, pro-abortion activists that's shipping these things to young women in the United States mm-hmm. and uh, Planned Parenthood, of course, profiting on all of this. And so uh, this whole initiative is going to uh, require preborn to uh, structure a whole virtual health 
system that we are in the process of doing, mm. uh, which we're calling Save Life, to be able to uh, combat this ever-changing abortion climate and uh, and profile in the United States. Mm. They're not going to lose money. The the law, the, the study that was done on Texas shows that they can effectively still capture, uh, you know, the women that couldn't get a surgical abortion through either sending them out of state or, or, or sending them abortion pills yeah. um, through non-Texas medical entities virtually and online. Um, that some pro-life groups thought that it reduced abortion by 60% in Texas. It only reduced it by 10%, which is wonderful. Oh, wow. Every yeah. baby's life counts, mm. but uh, it still needs to, it still has a long ways to go. And so that's, that's how we're pivoting to do it, Seth. And mm. I know you had asked me to kind of give a profile of kind of the journey a yes. woman Please. goes through. Please. And so uh, the way it works is that she gets about five weeks from the point of having been sexually active, and this is her, her menstrual cycle, and she goes, oh, rat. So she takes a pregnancy test at about five weeks, mm. and, uh, and she can show pregnant at that point. And so then at that point, she goes to her boyfriend. Boyfriend often says, you know, I'm not supportive of the mother. Her mother or parents are not supportive. That, that's 80, more than 80% of the time that is the case. The woman is being pushed to abort by those in her life that don't want to deal with it. And so she's in a conflicted place in her life as to, you know, she knows that she's a mother. She's got that motherly instinct. Uh, and yet, you know, she's got college or a job or no money or no support. And so she's looking for an abortion, as uh, society has told her, is the easy, quick, lunch-hour procedure that it's not, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, to uh, take, to eliminate the problem. It's a great eraser, right? But yeah. little does she know, it'll break her heart for the rest of her life. Mm. So she goes to the place where she... Um, you know, buys her dresses and, and chats with her friends and does she goes to the internet and she she you know searches for abortion clinic near me or I want an abortion or how much is an abortion or how much is an abortion pill. Mm. And that's where preborn's at. We are experts. Um, we have internet engineers in the, our office um, that we work with that help us to be able to reach that woman. Uh, when she's searching, and get her to come to one of our clinics. Mm. And so um, we'll make an appointment online. she come to one of our clinics. Um, there uh, she's met with a very warm environment. It's not a sterile medical environment like Planned Parenthood's. The counseling room is soft. It's in colors that she likes. Yeah. Um, and there's somebody there that cares about her, not just the baby that we've been falsely mm -hmm. accused that, you know, we're all, we're fetus freaks. We're not, we're, we I care know. about the woman mm, as well as the baby. Yeah. And, um, so then we take her back into the counseling room, try to isolate what are the points of pressure that are helping her to want to abort, forcing her to abort. And, uh, our desire in that counseling room is to connect with the woman deeply, emotionally, uh, societally, in her life. It's to what are those struggles that are putting in her into the position that as a mother, she would be considering taking the life mm. of her own child. Mm. Um, we encourage the partner to come in. The partner will come in. 
will counsel him too. And uh, that makes a tremendous difference. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this works. And then um, to cement the deal, after we show her that we care, we take her back into the ultrasound room. And many listeners of financial issues have supported this. Mm-hmm. $28 supports an ultrasound for a woman that m- most of the time changes her mind. Um, $140, you can support five ultrasounds for a young woman. And we'll send, if you do that, by the way, we'll send you a picture and a true story of a baby whose life was saved and its mother, mm. you know? And so we've got the stories. Our, our clinics report those back to us every month, like the one that you sponsored and saved. And so a lot of financial issues, listeners have put those on the refrigerator. They pray for that baby's picture. It's an ultrasound picture. It's not, mm. it's a picture of a baby, but it's a, it's, it's in utero. It's a baby, it's an yeah, ultrasound yeah. picture of a baby. And, uh, and they can, you know, pray for that baby. And those are babies that they, you know, like the ones that they helped us save. Mm. So. Dan, that is, uh, that's, yeah, that, that brother is incredible. It's incredible to hear that. It's incredible for our listeners to hear how you, you're, I mean, you, you and your ministry and preborn and the listeners of financial issues come alongside of you as well. All of us, this is, this is a multiple front war. We are fighting to protect these babies. And we're also fighting for the hearts of these mothers too. I love, I love what you, I love what you said that preborn is not just fetus focused. You care about these women, you care about their families and you care about their salvation. And man, brother, that is just amazing. Uh, Dan, how can, in the little, in the little time that, w- that we have left, how can our listeners come alongside, support you guys, pray for you guys? Yeah, well, uh, you know, pray for wisdom. Mm. If we're putting together this virtual clinic, uh, go to preborn.org, preborn.org, or yep. dial pound 250 and say keyword baby if you want to support mm. tax deductibly. And uh, we just so appreciative. Uh, join our prayer network there on preborn.org too. But so thankful. For the partnership of each of you that are listening. Amen. Folks, preborn.org, preborn.org. Make sure you be praying for this amazing ministry. Dan, thank you so much for coming on, brother. It's a blessing to have you. We're excited to continue in this fight with you, brother. Thank you. Yep. Folks, we'll be right back. Financial issues, don't go anywhere. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back, folks. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. I'm Seth Udinsky, Dan's producer, sitting in for Dan here on this Monday, March the 21st. Happy to be here with you all once again in this second hour. So thankful for Sam Case and Craig Halger, the great work that they do and giving us the news and the agricultural updates every single day. We're thankful for that. And a reminder, folks, to catch FISM News tonight at 7, 6 central. You will catch all those stories that Sam just mentioned, as well as many, many more and much more in depth. Don't miss it. 7, 6 central tonight on FISM TV. Folks, I do want to just give you a brief uh, sort of a recap and sort of to, to look forward to of what numbers are going to be coming out this week. I'm sure Shannon will talk a little more about these market numbers, but as you're keeping an eye on your portfolio, he's there. We get jobless claims, both initial and continuing, as well as durable goods orders on Thursday. So we'll keep an eye out for those as well. And then Friday, we get the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index final number. So we'll keep an eye for that. That's coming out at 10 o'clock on Friday. We'll make sure that we keep those up to date for you all as you're trying to make sense of what's going on in this world with everything that's going on in the U- in you know Ukraine with the war in Russia, as well as some other things that are happening too. But for now, folks, we're going to turn our attention to uh, what's preeminent, what's most important, and that is the scripture and our biblical encouragement for today has a lot to do with our initiative that we're doing this week. We are praying and fasting on behalf of Dan. I mentioned to you one more time, I'll just say it again, that on Wednesday, Thursday, healed and that he'd be healed very quickly. On Thursday, we're praying for the doctors, the hospital staff, all of the caretakers, the professionals that are working tirelessly to try to help Dan back to full health. These are people who, uh, according to what Yvonne has told us, have done a marvelous job of helping Dan up until the, up, up, up until this point. So we're thankful for that, and we are asking that we would pray for them to continue to do that as they industry with the COVID pandemic, but that they would really look at Dan's actual needs and be about getting him out of the hospital and not just trying to prolong it or anything like that. So we're praying for the hospital staff on Thursday. And then on Friday, we're praying for Yvonne. We're praying for her as Dan's, not only Dan's best friend and help meet, but also as Dan's advocate, that uh, she would be filled with everything that she needs to be Dan's best advocate that she can, that she'd also be filled with the peace that passes understanding as she is walking with her husband through this difficult time. We're also going to be praying for Anne and Jean as they're watching their father go through this and coming alongside him and for their families, for Kay and Matt and for the kids that they would all be strengthened and encouraged in the Lord during this time. That will be Friday. So I encourage you all to join us in this initiative and also to fast in whatever way that feels comfortable to you. Do not do it to try to be extra holy or to try to be better than someone else, but do it in the way that will help you focus your heart on the fact that you need God. That's the purpose of fasting. It's to give something up to remind yourself of what you have. To give something up to 
Stop relying on something else for a brief time so that you can remember who you're ultimately relying on, and that's God. So I encourage you in that way as well. We're going to talk more about fasting tomorrow as well as Thursday. That'll be actually my segue, folks, into what we'll be doing this week. So today, Wednesday, and Friday will be focused on prayer. And Tuesday and Thursday will be focused on fasting for our biblical encouragement. Now, today, we're going to explore exactly what prayer is and how we should position our hearts before we dive headfirst on Wednesday into the prayer and fasting initiative. Now, my opening question for you all to consider is how foolish would it be if you or I thought with someone that we love that we thought it would be a good idea to never talk to them? You know, I love, I love my wife so much. I, I love her with all my heart. How foolish would it be to say, you know what? The best thing I can do for my wife today is not say a word to her. That would be, frankly, pretty stupid, honestly. That would not be very smart. That would not be healthy for our marriage. That would not be good at all. Yet, it's interesting that so many of us look to prayer in that way. We just don't talk to God as much as we should. Our relationship with God should be the most important thing for us. And yet, so often, we don't talk to Him. Now, some of the things that I've struggled with with prayer in, in, in particular is wondering, well, I don't want to strong arm God and to try to get me to do something that I want him to do. I'm also not really always sure exactly how to pray. So what I end up doing, unfortunately, and maybe you're here with me, is I just don't do it. And that's not the right response, folks. That's not the right response. We've got to pray. Prayer is the way that we communicate with God. The most important relationship that any of us have is our relationship with God. End of story, end of discussion. We have got to be praying constantly if we care at all about this relationship. Friends, prayer is vital to the Christian walk. It is so utterly important, it's preeminent, it's vital. So let's explore why exactly that is by looking at a passage today. Books in the Bible, I would agree, that might be easier to understand without a lot of study into them. And Philippians, I'd say, is one of them. It's very practical. The book of Philippians was actually written by the Apostle Paul from prison. Most historians believe he was imprisoned in Rome when he wrote this book to the church in Philippi. Now, this letter to the church in Philippi was actually sort of a gift to them for having given him a gift while he was in prison. This was written to the believers in the city of Philippi, which many believe this was the first church planted by the apostle. In fact, the story of the church plant in Philippi is found in Acts chapter 16. I encourage you to read it. It's, an, it's a marvelous story of Paul going to this city, facing immense persecution, being thrown in prison, then being miraculously released, only to see the jailer who was supposed to guard Paul and his, his fellow mate Silas, only to see him then come to Christ. Amazing story. It was very patriotic. The Romans in Philippi loved Rome. Now, we think of patriotism today as a very good thing, but back in ancient Rome, this would not have been a good thing because patriotism in Rome was incredibly intertwined with the cult of the emperors. In other words, paganism. If you were patriotic in ancient Rome, you believed that the emperor was a god king and you believed in the pantheon of gods. 
And anything coming against that would have been a crime against the state. Now you can see why it would be very difficult for someone who claims the name of Christ to live in the city of Philippi at this time. Christians in Philippi would have gotten persecution thrown against them on every angle. And you can understand why, to a certain degree, the people in Philippi, the Romans there, they loved their country, they loved their gods, and they saw Christianity as a threat to the state. Subversive to the Roman religion. And these people would not have had it, which means Christians would have faced great, grave persecution in this city. So think about this. This is being written from an apostle who is currently in prison for preaching the gospel in Rome written to a bunch of believers who are facing immense persecution surrounded by pro-Roman patriotic former soldiers. This letter is full of being steadfast and joyful in the midst of persecution. For them, persecution was a given. They knew it was coming, and Paul encourages them to stand fast and to be joyful in Christ in spite of it. The letter resounds with hopefulness and joy for these believers. Now, some of the main themes in it are Paul's love for the church, the gospel being preached, the preeminence of Christ, and just some practical living. But the final charge that Paul gives to these believers whom he loves and whom he says that he loves, he calls them my brothers whom I love and long for my joy and crown, and he calls them his beloved. His final charge leads us to verse 6, which is where we'll be today. As we're talking about prayer, as we're getting ready to lift up Dan in prayer in a special way on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Paul says this to the believers in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Glean it just a little bit here. Number one, we can see right away that the heart of proper prayer begins with a right attitude of trust in our hearts towards God. It is very difficult for an anxious person to pray a prayer of trust towards God. Anxiety, folks, is a great enemy of ours. When we're anxious, it becomes very hard to see the God that is working, to see the God that is moving and working all things for his good. The same tone that Paul uses here is actually also found in Matthew chapter 6, which I would encourage you to go and read that as well, where Jesus tells us not to worry and gives us the reasons why. Folks, if you're a believer, you have no reason ultimately to worry about anything because above everything else, you have a God who is sovereign and powerful and more than any of that, he loves you. He loves you. You serve a God who not only hears your prayers, but loves you deeply so much that he sent his beloved son to die on the cross and take away your sins. He crushed his perfect son to save a wretch like you and me. How much must he love us? The answer to that obviously is so much, so much more than we can even imagine. We'll continue on with that thought, folks, when we come back. You're listening to Financial Issues with Dan Ilya. I'm Seth Udinsky sitting in for Dan here. Don't go anywhere. If you have an encouragement for Dan, call in 610-363-1110.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Sitting in for Dan today. Happy to be with you for these two hours. We're coming up to the end of our first hour. We've got another hour left together. Don't go anywhere. We've got the news hit coming up. We've got the Ag Report. We've got biblical encouragement as well as some more financial updates and news updates that you need to know. But right now, folks, I do want to just remind you, if you want your copy of this book, Alzheimer's Dementia, What Now? by Jim Henry and Deb Terry, please do go to our website, financialissues.org, go to the donate button, and you'll scroll right down. You'll see all the information now until April the 1st. If you donate anything to our ministry, you will receive to consider perhaps giving $5 more than you normally would to cover shipping costs, but we will be thankful for any donation that you give. If you want to learn more about this truly important thing that so many of us go through and many of us don't think about, you know, before we had Deb on, I didn't really think about the possibility of having to deal with a family member who would go through Alzheimer's or dementia or for myself as well. You know, but this is such an important thing. And as Deb just shared with us in that last segment, such a way for the caregiver to be a Christ-like figure for the person that they're caring for. And if you want to know how to do that simple ways, this is not weighty, difficult stuff that's going to be hard to read anyway, let alone when you're going through a time of grief. This is the book for you. Make sure to get that. I also, folks, want to point out that Deb does have a website, debterryministries.com. Again, that's debterryministries.com. You can visit that. And you can learn more about resources like this book, as well as some of Deb's other experiences that she's gone through in this very important, uh, you know, avenue that we've that we've been talking about of being a good steward of your family. You know, we talk about stewardship so much on the program, and we want to be good stewards of our money. We also want to take care of our families. 
We want to take care of our families. The scripture talks about that. It talks about how those who don't take care of their families are worse than an unbeliever. We've got to take care of our families. We're going to be talking about a couple different things in terms of how to start investing. For example, actually starting to consider buying a stock and talking about what the buy list is and how important that is. Looking also at the difference between a dividend and an annual yield. So we're so thankful for Dan's faithfulness in making these videos for us. We're also thankful for our team putting these together. So check this out. This is Investment 101 with Dan Celia. Here it is. We already did two sessions uh, yesterday. Uh, we'll see what we, uh, whether we're going to do one or two today, but at least we're going to do this one. And then we're going to move on and you'll want to stay tuned to tomorrow particularly the day after tomorrow when we start talking about um, some very uh, important factors of buying. I'm going to touch on trading now. I'm going to touch, touch on buying right now and a couple key components. We're going to get into more detail about that in the next couple of days. So you're going to watch very closely to that. Now, let me just set something up for you real quick before I even get into this. I just want to tell you that when I talk to you, I am assuming... Yeah, through looking at some of the videos and and uh, reading some things there on the website that you know where I'm coming from and what I'm looking for as far as uh, you being able to manage your finances. And I also want to say this. I don't recommend financial advisors. You all know that except for one. And uh, But I love the idea of you having a financial advisor. I'm not against that. If you are a partner, you can use your partnership to advise the advisor. You know, that, hey, I would like to do this or like to do that, and you can do that, and I have a, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not sure, you know, you don't want to advise the person too much because then why are you paying them, you know? But you do want to advise them and steer them in the direction of being biblically responsible. They're not going to do that. Even I know they're probably a Christian or whatever. They're not going to do that. Now, there is one that we use that I I don't have. You know, it, if you have a million dollars and you put it with this person, I'm never going to know it. I'm not going to. I don't. Uh, are going to be biblically responsible and actually tracking along with all these things and with our asset allocation model and our stocks and all that. So that's, um, and you can email Pat at financialissues.org, Pat at financialissues.org, and just say, who's that person Dan recommends? And she'll, she'll send it to you. Okay. I want to talk a little bit today, now that we've gone through a number of things here, uh, I want to talk to you about starting to buy things. Now, I'm not going to go deep because you don't have any money in that sector or you're just getting started. You buy something off the buy list. If it's not new money and you already own a stock in uh, Marathon Oil and you want to add something to it, you already own it. Just don't put new money, money that, that, that you're putting into an investment that you don't own unless it's on the buy list. Okay. So every brokerage uh, is a little bit different. And one of the things you might be looking at is when you look at the chart is what is dividend and what is annual yield. So when I say that a company is paying 
X amount of percent a year, that's the annual yield. That's different than the dividend, but it is the dividend. Here's what I mean. Actually, an amount of money. So if you're looking at a stock and a chart and it says the quarterly dividend is 0.835, that means that on a quarterly basis, for every share of stock you own, doesn't matter how long you've owned it, for every share of stock you own, when they pay their dividend, you are going to get 83 and a half cents, 83 and a half cents for every div, every share you own. That's the dividend. The annual yield would be $3.34. The annual yield is the percent that $3. So if the stock price annual percentage or the annual yield is 4.63%. Now, tomorrow, the stock price might be $73. Obviously, the percentage is going to come down a little bit. The yield never, the dividend never changes. That's going to stay the same. Not never. The board has to decide to change it of the company. So they might say, we're not paying 83 and a half cents anymore. We're going to start paying 81 cents. They can do that. Or they can start paying 84 cents. They're going to change that. But generally speaking, it's not going to change. That's the same. Regardless, it doesn't change on a daily basis with the stock price. But the percentages change because you're either adding that dividend on a bigger number or a larger number. So the percentage is going to change. So when you see annual yield, that is an estimate of the annual yield based on the stock price being somewhere in this range of where it is today, $0.71, cents, $71.96. Okay, so you need to know that. Friends, if I could give you one word of encouragement after just having seen that video from Dan, and, and it's, it's an encouragement that I am able to give because it's not financial advice, but it's more common sense advice, is as you're going through this time trying to manage your stocks well without being able to hear Dan's voice regularly, remember the things that Dan has said. Keep those things in mind. Rehearse those things in your mind. It's common sense things, folks. Trust that if something is on the buy list, it's there for a reason. Trust that if it's not, then it's not for a reason. But just remember that, folks. Remember our principles and standards. We will never give away our freedom. We will never abandon our belief in God. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Folks, 610-363-1110, that is the number to call in if you have an encouragement for Dan or you want to talk about what's going on in the world, I encourage you, please do call in. 610-363-1110 is the number to call. Folks, we've been talking with Deb Terry. Deb is the co-author of this great book, Alzheimer's Dementia, What Now? And we encourage you, if you are interested in this book, Visit our website, go to financialissues.org and go to the donate button. And if you scroll down, you'll see the information for it. For any donation, uh, we will send you a copy of this book so that you can have it and glean the wisdom and knowledge that Jim and Deb do such a great job of covering. Folks, before we get back to the interview, I did want to make a quick mention for you that the markets just opened. Uh, a little positive, a little bit negative here. The Dow is down only slightly at negative uh, 0.04%. The S&P 500 is up slightly at 0.17%. Uh, the Nasdaq is down very slightly uh, at 0.09%, and oil is up just under 4%. So we'll keep an eye out for that for you as the show moves on. But right now, we are with Deb Terry having just a great conversation here about this amazing book that she wrote. And a reminder. Deb, let's turn our thoughts actually to the book now and uh, just talk about some of the main points in it that you and Dr. Henry go through and some of the wisdom that readers can glean from it. Thank you. You know, when we, um, the book took very different turns from when we first began, you know, writing the book to uh, the actual print. And we prayed for God's anointing and we believe God did that. These are the words that God gave us to write. And uh, we are thankful to, to be able to share that with others to help them navigate their journey. But what I would say is we took 18 topics that uh, really were questions that we both had or combined had that we felt um, were important to us as we were caregivers for our loved ones with Alzheimer's. And so those became the 18 chapters in the book. They are questions that we believe most every caregiver will have, at least one, if not most, 
of these questions. Um, and, and then we answer those um, not as experts and not certainly from a medical standpoint, but just from our experiences, things that we gleaned, things we've learned, things that we didn't know and we wish we had have known. Um, and so we take those and we answer those 18 questions with our experiences. And then at the end of every chapter, there's a scripture and a short prayer. Um, it's, it covers everything from what you do in the beginning, uh, when you first recognize there's something going on with your loved one, how do you even find out if they actually have uh, been need a diagnosis, uh, to how you, you know, travel through that, uh, financial issues as well, how do you navigate that, uh, how do you talk to your family about it, um, what advice do you take, because not, you know, always is that the best. Uh, and then also prop your feet up with a cup of coffee and just read through. It really is a practical guide. And the other cool thing is there's an index at the back. So let's just say you're struggling with a particular uh, topic. Uh, uh, maybe you're trying to find a facility. You can look up facilities and you'll take you to the chapter or ways that we've explained how we dealt with that throughout the book. So it's, it's a really a practical guide to help you navigate this journey. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's, and you know, it seems Deb, like that is really what people need if they're going through this journey is they need something that's simple that can help them not only deal with their grief, but also ordered multiple books and they were good books, but they were thick. They were heavy. They were very medically, um, you know, filled with medical information, which I didn't really need. Mm -hmm. I, I just needed help to know how to help my dad uh, walk this journey he was walking. Um, so I think that's the thing that I, I want people to really understand. It's just a practical guide. And uh, I, I think, you know, it, I would encourage you to, um, I, I did this when I would order a book. I didn't order just for me. I ordered one for my mom and my brother. We were all walking the same journey. So let's all read the same material. So we're all on the same page and can understand and have better conversation and communicate better. And I would encourage that if you uh, are one of several, or if you, are, this isn't meant to go alone. So find a friend or a support group. In fact, there's several support groups, Seth, that are starting up using our book um, as a guide for their support group. So I, I would just encourage you, don't, you know, donate and, and be a part of supporting financial but also, um, you know, give a little bit more and get an extra book. Maybe I don't, I don't know how that worked. That I do want to mention too. I mean, this is a, this is a really good book and this is not just a book that is, you know, isolated to Florida down where, you know, Deb is or up here in Pennsylvania. I mean, there are some big names promoting this book. Franklin Graham promoted the book. Dr. Ronnie Floyd, the former president of the Southern Baptist convention executive committee, uh, governor Mike Huckabee. I mean, th this is a book that has a wide reach. And we're just so thankful for Deb and Jim being able to put this together for us. Deb, I did want to just ask you on a personal question, you know, from writing this book and from going through what you went through, learned about the character of God through this journey. Wow. That, that is a great question. And I know we don't have time for all of it. So <laughs> I pray the Lord will give me those words that uh, I can hit it just right. Um, for me, I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about marriage. I watched my mother 
uh, walk through this with my dad and just the beautiful, beautiful picture of marriage and what that means to, to love to the end, you know, and my mother did a beautiful job of that. Um, I, I see the, the, the gentleness of God. I see, uh, I saw how big God is, you know, just the greatness of who he is and how compassionate he is and how he calls us to be compassionate. Um, I, I can remember, you know, as a little girl, just running up to my dad and hugging him. And I couldn't do that once he had this disease because he didn't know who I was. So I had to be very gentle as I walked to him and I would call his name, you know, I'd call him daddy and uh, how are you today? And I had to give a smile and, uh, and then he would let me embrace him. And just the ways that, that God just showed me all the characters of who, uh, the character of who he and I see God as that for us, you know, he just embraces us. He never, uh, you know, just rushes in. It's like he wants to just love us so gently and compassionately. And I think those things were the things that I learned um, so much about who God is and about marriage and about myself and about our family. You know, my, we promised my parents and my brother and I did that we would we would honor them as the scriptures say, and we would love them and take care of them. And so being able to call us to do uh, was a, was a big thing too, you know, until you're put to the test. Sometimes you can say, Oh, I'll do this. Or I know this is what the scripture says, but you know, there's times like that in my life when I realized, okay, I've got to put forth the effort to do what I said, I believe. So, um, you know, that those were the things that were important to me mm. and the things that God taught me. Wow. Wow. Praise God. Praise God for that, Deb. That is, I, I'm blown away and so blessed to see the character of God shining through in this, that God gets all the glory that, you know, you became for your father the way that God is for us. Loving us unconditionally is a beautiful thing. Deb, as we're coming to the end of our time here, I did just want to ask you, what are some words of comfort that you can give someone who is walking through what you went through, as well as perhaps someone who is not walking through it themselves, but knows someone who is? What would you say to that? Well, I can tell you the scripture is the most powerful thing along with prayer that you can do. If you're a believer, you've got to get in the word. Uh, God will speak to you in ways that you cannot imagine. Uh, and through prayer, that's where God does the miraculous. And that's where God does he do the strength. There's days that you just think you can't go on and you're overwhelmed and you can't make these decisions. But when you go to the word and you go to prayer and ask God for the help, that's where it comes from. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord, the maker Amen. of the heavens and the earth. Amen. And so those are the two most powerful things and words of advice and wisdom I can give you. Amen. And obviously finding, you know, resources like this that can help you from people that have walked that. But then also, you know, um, I would just say, don't, don't go this alone. You're not meant to go this alone. This, this journey is hard. It's, it's, it's overwhelming and it's, it's very difficult, but you aren't meant to go this alone. So find someone that will walk with you. Uh, I've had people that have contacted me and uh, found out about the book and they, they called a friend that wasn't going through this, but that friend was willing to pray with them and to read the book and to help them. So find someone that, that will do that with you. And music is powerful. I can remember when I would make the drive to my parents' house for the week, um, 
there were songs that I would weep all the way, I felt like, to my parents, songs that just became so powerful to me uh, about God and my faith. So allow God to use different resources, the scripture, prayer, friends, um, the book, uh, and music. Absolutely. Folks, Deb Terry, co-author of Alzheimer's Dementia, What Now? If you want to get your copy of this, go to financialissues.org, donate anything to the ministry, and we'll send you a copy or multiple copies, depending on how many that you want. Deb, we're so thankful for you. Folks, when we come back, I'm going to let you know just a little bit more how you can learn more about Deb and her ministry. Don't go anywhere. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. We'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Six ten three six three eleven ten, folks. That's the number to call in if you want to call in and give an encouragement for Dan or for the ministry or want to talk about what's going on in the world, folks. We just had Dan Steiner of Preborn on, and man, I got to tell you, I'm always blown away by the good work that Preborn does, and not only that, but uh, you, as the listeners of Financial Issues, should be very proud. And I, and I don't mean proud in a prideful way. I mean proud of what the Lord has done through your faithfulness. And we are so thankful for the good work that Preborn is doing. Remember to visit preborn.org and make sure to consider donating to that ministry. Just knowing that a small donation can help save a baby's life, it makes it all worth it. You know, there's, there is not an amount that is too big to, to be able to give for something that amazing. And not only that, but saving the, uh, the uh, spiritual lives of these mothers and fathers also. 
It is amazing work. It's wonderful that Preborn's doing that. And I am proud to be a part of a ministry that partners with them. So we're thankful for them so much. Folks, in this last segment that we have together on the program today, uh, I did promise you early in the program that we would be hearing from Dan Celia. This is a clip that we have of Dan from several years ago talking about just some of the foundations of investing wisely. So I'd love for you to take a listen to this, hear Dan's voice, listen to his words, especially if you might be a new investor. Check this out here. This is a clip of Dan talking about the importance of investing and what it means. Here he is. You all need, I don't care what level of investment investor you are, whether it's the first thing you've ever done, whether you're young, you're just starting out, you, you, you don't have any money, you're just starting to uh, put a few things aside finally, whether it's an IRA account, a investment account, whatever it is, that's your relevant, that kind of account. But at some point in time in your investing uh, uh, time when you're working on trying to build your investments, there's a couple of things that are going to go wrong. And there's certain things. There are going to be uh, times you're coming off a very enthusiastic and optimism, uh, a lot of optimism in the economy and the markets are doing really good and your accounts are doing really good. And you kind of lose sight of some things. You kind of lose your way, so to speak. And things get bad, and you start kind of uh, doing some things you shouldn't do or doing some things that aren't really fundamentally sound. Not intentionally. It just happens. I'm telling you. Trust me. It happens all the time. So you need to know. You need to be able to pull back and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what, what am I doing here? Let me get back to basics here. Let me just kind of start over. I don't mean selling everything and starting over. I mean, just kind of get your strategy, your attitude back to some basic things. So that's what this is going to be all about. Six sessions that are going to be all about that. Tomorrow, at the same time, we're going we're to do the same thing. And, and I don't want you to miss this. Now, this is a precursor to Investment 101 that we're working on. There's going to be a lot more detail to that, and it's going to be uh, broken down a little bit more. But for the sake of the program, it's gonna, this is going to be um, give you what you need, but uh, not all that you could have, if that makes sense. So, the very first thing, I'm just going to assume everybody is just starting out because that's important, and maybe you've already done this, but maybe you haven't, you're just getting started. You're just getting started. The very first thing, before you even get started, if you're following along with financial issues, that you have got to be sold out, convicted to be biblically responsible, because I never waver from that. I am immovable from that. I am going to be steadfast in my strategy in and about that, and you need to be the same. We are doing this for the kingdom. Yes, we're doing it for ourselves. God would want us to do it for ourselves, but inevitably, we are doing this to honor God, and we want to make sure that we honor God in all that we are doing, and you have to be convicted of that. You've got to be sold out out for that. It can't be a passing emotion. It's got to be something that you're sold out for. That's number one. So I assume since you're listening to that, you get listening to this, you get that, you understand. Okay, so that's first. So you're going to open an account. You got an open account. You can't do anything when you open without an account. So whether it's an investment account, IRA or anything, I'm going to, I'm not going to talk about types of accounts because these principles are the same. 
So you open your account. It doesn't it generally, when you go to a brokerage, to open an account, a Fidelity, a TD Ameritrade, a, a Vanguard brokerage, a Charles Schwab, an E-Trade, wherever you go to open it, you don't necessarily need money. You go online. It's the best place to do it. And you start, you click on opening an account. And then it'll ask you what kind of account. And you click on that. And then you go through the process. Get the account open. You will have an account number when it's all finished, as soon as you're done. And then your next step, of course, is you got to get money in that account. Start putting money in that account. You get money. It goes into the money market portion of the account. Why well, didn't set up a money market? You don't have to. When you open your account and you send them money, there will be a money market account that that money is going into. Okay, so you don't have to worry about that. And the other thing that you may want to do is transfer money. Maybe you have an old brokerage company that you didn't like. Maybe you have a, uh, an investment advisor that's no longer around, it's not helping you. you. You're doing this on your own now. You've got to transfer. So the other thing you do when you open the account up is you have an opportunity to open a transfer form up. So you can get a transfer form, set that up, and you can use, use that to transfer the money in. So you can transfer in kind which means just like you have it now, all the stocks or mutual funds will come over just like it is into the new account. Or you can transfer in cash. So you, that means you sell everything, they'll sell it for you, turn it into cash and transfer the cash. If you are already at a discount brokerage like a Charles Schwab or an E-Trade or one of those, then you can go ahead and sell it, bring it over in cash. If you're not, don't sell it because it's going to cost you too much money to sell it. Bring it over in kind, and then sell it when you get into your new account, okay? So once that happens, now you've got a little bit of money in the account. Maybe you're sending a check in every month. Maybe you're going to have, you have one big check because you just got an inheritance of $10,000, and you're going to send that $10,000 in. You're going to just write on the back, here's my account number you know, for deposit into my account, account number, and it's going to, again, go into the money market account. What happens is every time you buy a stock or a mutual fund or a CD or whatever you're using, it comes directly out of this money market account in, inside your brokerage. And it, if, you, if you put $1,000 in a stock, you now have $9,000 in your money market account if you started out with 10 it just comes out you obviously can't buy anything if you don't have any money in your money market account so that's how it works now i'm not going to belabor this but when you sign up your for your account you're going to they're going to ask if you want a margin account again i'm not going into all the detail i'm just going to say this just check no and move on you do not want a margin account. You don't want it. So just check no. And you can go on the website, look at videos about that, and find out what the, all that means uh, if you want to do that. So when you start trading, after you've de deposited money, then you're going to, you can click on the trading screen, and I'm going to come to that at a, in another session. But you're going to begin to trade by 
looking at my buy list, and you're going to buy what's on my buy list. I'm always amazed at how many people don't understand the system, and this is why you get off track. This is why you need sometimes to get back to basics. I've had calls where people say, I've owned this stock for six months, I'm going to sell it, and I'm going to buy this stock. And I'll say, well, that stock's not on my buy list. Yeah, but it was. Well, yeah, it was. Just about every stock on my broad list was at one point in time. But I, I really like it. I'm going to buy it. Okay, well, you're free to do that if you want. That's fine. So, folks, what you just saw there was uh, part of what we're doing here with those replay videos of Dan called Investment 101. So we're going to unfortunately have to pause the video right there because we're coming to the end of the program right now. But stay tuned for tomorrow. We're going to watch the rest of that tomorrow and see more of what Dan has to say about the basics of investing. And I say this again, folks. Based on the things that Dan has said, what I've heard Dan say on the show, what he's told me personally as well, if you're going to invest, make sure that you are hunkering down doing it for the long term, that you're doing it patiently, that you're not in the market to try to get rich quick. That's not the way to do it. That's not Dan's model. Make sure that you are doing it patiently and investing in companies that are going to bring glory to God and not investing in companies that will not. That's really important for us to remember. Folks, it has been a joy to be with you for these two hours today on the program of financial issues. I want to close our program here by just sharing some of the words that you have given for us, specifically on behalf of Dan. Thank you for these. It's an encouragement to read them. Deanna is saying, praying for Dan and believing for a swift, complete recovery. Deanna, thank you. That is wonderful. Victor saying, God bless. We miss you, Dan. Get well soon. And big hugs to Yvonne. Yes, amen, Victor. Stephen is saying, Dan is one of uh, Jesus's children and the Lord is his strong tower. He is in my prayers. God is good and faithful to his children. We are hopeful for great recovery and thank the Lord for it. Thank you, Stephen. Those are great words, brother. Dear Dan and, and Dan and Yvonne, my prayers are with you both from Carol. Thank you, Carol. And then finally, Jean saying, thank you for the update. Been wondering about Dan's condition and hoping to hear some information about it. I will keep praying for him and thanking God for his touch on Dan's life. Jean, thank you so much. Folks, we're keeping on praying for Dan, and we will keep on doing our best to deliver you uh, content that is God-glorifying, pleasing to Him. Thank you so much again for being with us today, folks. Uh, if you got to leave us, hope you have a great day. We've got one more hour of replay content coming up here, so make sure that you stay with us there. I'm Seth Udinsky filling in for Dan Celia on financial issues. We'll be back tomorrow, folks. Remember, everything that you have is His. Let's be a good and faithful steward, trusting in God who's going to take us through to the very end and bring us home. We're looking forward to that. Have a great day, everyone. God bless. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Jesus said, go sell all that you have. Give it to the poor. Take up the cross. Follow me. It's not your money I want. I want your heart. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.